When I ask you this question, I want you to really consider what the answer is in your life. What is of most worth to you in your life? Do you got it? Have you figured that out? Do you know what it is? Is it clear? If it's not clear, then after this episode, I'm going to explain to you how I developed my vision of wanting to retire at 40 and why the motivation behind it, the why behind my vision of retiring at 40. And it's all backed by scripture. So some of you may not be very religious. I am. And let me just just hear me out as I talk about how I've developed this vision for myself using scriptures and what I believe to be my purpose in life. We'll see you right after this intro, guys. Thank you so much. She said, Christian, I don't understand how you know what you want all the time. I said, hang out with me for a month and you'll know what you want too. Guys, this is hanging out with me, but the audio version. Welcome to the Christian Hill audio experience. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, guys. When I ask you this question, what is of most worth to you in your life? What are some of the responses that you come up with? Probably happiness, maybe joy, family, friends, um, money. Maybe that's of most worth to you in your life. Usually it's something that's deeply rooted within your soul, within your heart, something that that money can't buy. That's what's of most worth to you. Something that's priceless. You can't put a price tag on family, right? You can't put a price tag on, on your spouse. You can't put a price tag on love right? You can't put a price tag on joy, on happiness. You cannot buy happiness. You can buy things that will allow you to experience happiness for sure, but you can't buy happiness, the feeling of happiness itself, right? And so in the last episode, I talked about how I came up with this vision of retiring at 40 and the different experiences and stories that I had about about how God, after I committed to that vision, he provided different experiences where I was able to run into Yair, the guy that, that was on the Sky Train, right? Two days after I came up with that vision and then coming home and, and being with the Stake Young Men's president who also just barely retired and he's 42. Like, like God is just putting me in these situations that I'm able to capitalize on the opportunity to learn from these mentors how I can eventually retire at 40 and accomplish my purposes in life, right? But all those things are deeply rooted, like retiring at 40, like some of you may think right off the bat, if you don't know why, that's my vision, my goal. A lot of you may think it's simply about money, right? You may think that my reason for that is because, you know, I want to be rich or I want to travel the world. I want to, you know, have a lavish lifestyle or whatever it may be. You may be thinking that's why I want to have enough money to retire at 40, that is not why. My why behind it is deeply, deeply rooted in spirituality, in service, in love, in joy, in happiness. Okay, so let me just hear me out. This is how I came to realize and define and develop my personal vision and purpose in life, okay? There's a few things that you need to consider questions in your life. Okay, I, th- I believe that every human being that comes to this earth or is on this planet needs to at least once consider these questions. Number one, is there a God? Is there a Heavenly Father? Is there a higher being that's controlling this world? Is there someone that has created this world? 
If so, it changes everything. It changes everything of how you would live your life, right? So number one in developing a purpose, developing a vision is, one, do you believe in a higher being or a God? For me, the answer is yes, absolutely. I believe in God. I believe he's my loving heavenly father. I believe I'm a son of God. I'm not, I don't believe that I am the son of God like Jesus Christ, but I believe I am one of his sons. The second question is, who is this God and what is his purpose? Okay, so it's one thing to believe in God. And it's the second follow-up question to that is, what is God's purpose? What I believe God's purpose is, knowing that he's my loving Heavenly Father, is to bring, his purpose is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of all mankind. So all of us, I believe that God has a plan for us. I believe that that plan requires us in this life to do certain things, to strive to become like Jesus Christ, so that eventually we will be prepared to meet God in his presence to eventually have eternal life, eternal happiness, and eternal joy. That is what I believe, okay? And of course, because I believe that, that's going to change everything about what I believe I'm supposed to accomplish in this life, what my vision, my goals, and who I want to become. All of those things are changed because of that simple fundamental belief in God. Number three is something I would ask yourself. What do you believe God wants you to do in this life? Okay, now that's a test. That's a, that's a, that's a very interesting question because there is some people that, you know, throughout the world, they, they do things that harm others and they believe and claim that that's God telling them to do that and that they're going to be saved and all these things for harming others. And I don't believe in that whatsoever. I don't believe that God, who loves all his children, would want his children to be harming each other. I don't believe that at all, right? So, so you need to determine if the God that you believe in is, one, a righteous God, and number two is, is, do you believe that all of us are children of God? If so, then why would someone who loves his children want you to harm his children? He wouldn't. So the third question there is, what do you believe God wants you to do in your life, right? What is it that you need to do to accomplish God's purpose? My, I believe Heavenly Father, he is, his purpose is to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man, right? He wants us to have eternal life. So he set out this plan for us that as we do these certain things, like have faith in Jesus Christ, as we repent, as we're baptized, as we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, as we endure to the end, we continually strive to become better and better and better, that we will put ourselves on the pathway to prepare to meet God, to accomplish his purpose for us, right? And by doing that, God, what I believe, is God promises us eternal joy, eternal happiness. He promises that we'll prosper in this life. It's written throughout the scriptures. Some of you may be Christian. It's written throughout the Bible. It's written throughout the Book of Mormon. I'm, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I believe in the Book of Mormon, right? So, so as we do the things that God wants us to do in our lives, knowing that God knows better than we do, that his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, he knows us better than we know ourselves, right? And so as we do the things that God wants us to do, we will experience joy. We will experience happiness. We probably will experience struggle because those struggles will teach us how to become better. It will shape us and refine us and God's plan is perfect. It's amazing. I'm going on kind of a spiritual rant here, but you get my point. The fourth question, 
that I would ask yourself. What does this God say will bring you the most joy and the most happiness in this life? What does he say will do that? Okay, and let me ask you, what do you believe your purpose in life is? A lot of you may say that my purpose in life is to find happiness, to be joyful, to, you know, have a family or whatever it may be. That's what you feel your purpose in life is. All, no matter, really, honestly, no matter what you come up with, it will all come back to happiness and joy. Some of you may think my, my purpose in life is to get a great job and provide for a family. Now, let me ask you, why do you believe that's your purpose? Well, because it's going to make me happy, right? A lot of people that I've asked that same question, that's exactly what they say, right? All Everything that you can possibly come up with is going to come back to happiness and joy, right? It, our, our purpose in life is to figure out how to be happy, how to have joy. Don't you want to be happy, right? No matter what you come up with, it always comes back to the root form of happiness, okay? So let me explain to you how I discovered this and how retiring at 40 fits into my personal vision and goals for accomplishing my true purpose in life. I believe in a loving Heavenly Father. I believe I'm a son of God. I believe that I have divine eternal potentials. I believe that I do have a purpose in life, okay? Deeply rooted in spirituality and service and love for my fellow being, okay? So in the scriptures, now this is kind of going spiritual, right? But just hear me out. So you can understand better of who I am and how it is that I'm getting what I want, how it is I'm happy in my life, right? In the scriptures, there's a few things that define our purpose. In the Book of Mormon, some of you probably don't read the Book of Mormon, some of you do. There's a scripture in the book called 2 Nephi, chapter 2. And it talks about Adam and Eve, and it says this, one sentence, Adam fell that men might be, and men are that they might have joy right? Men are that they might have joy, okay? Men are means like we are here. Why? That we might have joy, right? So everything is deeply rooted in us figuring out how to be happy to have joy. That's our purpose. That's what we're here to do on this earth is to figure out how to be happy, right? Now, how do we do that? In some other scriptures that I have here that I'll read to you, it, this is where I developed my personal vision, my personal purpose, okay? Is in Doctrine and Covenants. This is another book that is um, only found in, in LDS Doctrine, okay? It says this. Let me give you the context of this story. There's three chapters in Doctrine and Covenants. Doctrine and Covenants 14, 15, and 16. It's three brothers, okay? The brothers' names are David Whitmer, John Whitmer, and Peter Whitmer Jr., okay? David Whitmer goes to the prophet Joseph Smith, right? The the mouthpiece of God at the time, and this is in the, 18, in the 1800s. And he goes to him and, and he wants to know what he's supposed to accomplish in his life. He wants to know his personal vision, his plan, and he wants the prophet's help, God's help to tell him what that is, right? And he gets a very intimate and personal blessing from the prophet. The next chapter is John Whitmer, who goes to the prophet and is like, man, I want the same thing. I want to know what I'm supposed to do in my life, right? Then the third brother, Peter Whitmer, goes to the prophet and does the same thing. He wants to know what his purpose 
and potential is in, in this life? What's going to be most important to him? And in 15 and 16, the blessings are the exact same thing. But it says specifically, the message is intimately and impressively personal in that the Lord tells what was known only to John Whitmer and himself, right? Intimately and impressively personal. If it's so intimate and personal, why is chapter 15 and chapter 16 exactly the same words, word for word, right? It's because all of us share the same purpose. We all share the same importance of, of what's going to be of most value and worth to us. Okay, so let me, sh- let me read this to you. It says this to John Whitmer and Peter Whitmer in the verse number six. And now behold, I say unto you that the thing which will be of most worth unto you will be to declare repentance unto this people, that you may bring souls unto me, that they may rest with them, that you may rest with them in the kingdom of my Father. Amen. In 16, it says the same thing. And now behold, I say unto you that the thing which will be of most worth unto you is to declare repentance unto this people, that you may bring souls unto me, that you may rest with them in the kingdom of my Father. Amen. And might I add that you may rest with them in joy in the kingdom of your Father. Okay, declaring repentance is not just standing on a soapbox, you know, telling people they need to repent or they're going to hell. Like that is not what declaring repentance means. Declaring repentance is helping, inviting people to change to become better people. That's all it is, right? So out serving people, you know, people that write self-help books, for example, you know, how to win friends and influence people. That is a repentance book. It's a book of change. It's a book of influencing people to change their lives so that they can have more friends. They can influence more people for good. That's what it was written for, right? There's so many different things out there that are declaring declaring repentance to us, right? Repentance means change, to turn to, right? In the scriptural version of repentance, it means to turn to Christ. Christ being perceived as the most perfect being to ever walk this planet right? Our perfect example of how we should live our life so we can have happiness, most joy, right? Also in the scriptures, these are all interrelated for me, okay? In Doctrine and Covenants 18, and this is the last one I'll read to you. It says this, wherefore ye are called to cry repentance unto this people, and how great is his joy in the soul that repenteth. And if it so be, that you should labor all your days in crying repentance unto this people and bring, save it be one soul unto me. How great shall be your joy with him in the kingdom of my father. And now if your joy will be great with one soul that you have brought unto me in the kingdom of my father, how great shall be your joy if you should bring many souls unto me. Another scripture says the worth of souls is great in the sight of God. Okay. So that which is of my mission president said this, President Bird, I'll give him a shout out. President Bird, love you, man. He said this. So that which is of most worth unto us, which is declaring repentance and bringing souls unto God, is of great worth unto God. That which is of most worth to us is of great worth to God. Remember, the worth of souls is great in the sight of God. Okay, so when we think about all three of those passages of scripture, which are deeply, deeply meaningful to me. That is how I developed my personal vision, the why behind retiring at 40. Because if our purpose in life, if my purpose in life as Christian, me Christian, 
is to find happiness and joy. As it says in 2 Nephi chapter 2, right? Men are that they might have joy. If my purpose is to find joy, then I want to figure out how to spend the most time doing the thing that brings the most joy, right? It's just simple logic. It's simple to me. Is okay, based off of those things, which I believe 100% full-heartedly, that that which is of most worth to me is to declare repentance unto this people, helping, helping people, helping the children of God to help them to change, to become better, right? Okay, that, that's what repentance is, declaring repentance. Now, bringing souls unto Christ, right, which is going to be the result of declaring repentance, that will bring you the most joy. How great shall be your joy? Okay, does this make sense? I hope I can explain this clear enough that, that bringing souls to God will bring you the most joy. Declaring repentance will bring the souls. And our purpose in life is to find joy. So, I want to retire at 40. And I just I just said the word, I just said 40 because 40 seemed like a good number, right? 20, 25 years earlier than 65, right? But I'm, I'm more than happy to retire at 25 or 30, right? And, and be able to spend as much time as possible, get money out of the way so I can spend the absolute most time, as much time as possible, Fulfilling my purpose, finding joy by declaring repentance and bringing souls to God, right? Serving God's children, whatever that may look like, right? That's, that is why I want to retire at 40. That is how I came up with that vision. Okay. That is why when I commit to it, God seems to be providing opportunities to learn how to actually do that and accomplish that. And along the way, I've been given amazing opportunities and privileges to practice serving, to get better at it, to like real life opportunities, opportunities that that don't come to everyone because not everyone is committed to that, right? For me, it's, it's truly a way of life that I'm striving to become that kind of person. So this episode, guys, is really breaking down. I hope you, like for me, this is how I came up with my personal vision and purpose, okay? Now, for some of you that may or not religious, I invite you to take those questions that I asked and honestly and sincerely ponder them because it makes a huge difference. Because if, number one, you believe in God, it changes everything. If you don't, it changes everything. If you know what God's purpose is and you believe it, man, that changes everything. If you know what God wants you to do in your life to bring you the most happiness, then that's going to change everything that you do with your life. It's going to change how you live your daily life completely, right? So those are questions that you need to consider. And and it, I invite you to do it immediately, right? Because I'm telling you, if God is real, I'm not going to tell you he is. I'm not going to tell you he isn't, but I believe he is. So if he is real and he loves you, then he wants the best for you. He wants you to be happy. Then, then it makes sense to do as he says because it's going to make you happy. You're going to accomplish your purpose in life, right? That's just the logical, the logical way of looking at it. Um, but everyone needs to earn their own testimony and come to know for themselves the, answer to, the answers to those questions. And everyone may come up with different answers. But I promise you, as you know those answers with certainty and clarity, 
you will be able to truly find joy and happiness in your life and it will come easy to you. It will be easy for you to choose happiness, to find the right path because God wants it to be easy. God wants you to easily be able to find exactly where you need to go so you can have happiness and joy in your life because he created this entire life for us so we could have joy. So this whole episode, guys, I hope you, one, understand me a little bit better. But two, and more importantly, I hope that you see the framework of how exactly I came to understand and and realize my personal life purpose and potential and vision for my life. That's why I was I was willing to give up baseball so easily. That's why I was able to give up so many of my friends. That's why I was able to give up and shed all the baggage that was just holding me back from 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 what, right? If I didn't have the what, which is my purpose, you know, my vision, if I didn't have that, then there's no reason to shed the baggage. Right? It's part of me. But because I have the what, the why, the vision, the purpose, it becomes so much simpler and clearer and easier to shed the baggage in my life, to become and move forward from the negative experiences, to lift myself from struggle and to find joy and happiness. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're subscribed. I hope you're following each episode and listening. I know that some of you may not be interested in these topics, but hey, that's completely fine with me. Um, you, you don't need to listen. I'm not going to somehow go and find you and tell you to listen. But I hope you enjoy these episodes. I hope you learn something of of who I am and, and the way I, that I think. And I hope that you pull from this framework and the stories and the experiences that I have so that you too can find joy and happiness in your life and get the most out of your life. Reach your full potential and become exactly who you need to be to have the most happiness and joy in your life. Thank you so much guys for listening to this episode and we will hear from you and see you next week.